45 million views in 50 days with YouTube Shorts. We're going to tell the full story of how Ron got started with YouTube Shorts. And it's actually an interesting story because there was a little twist where first it didn't work. And then he had to implement the change. And only then did his journey on YouTube started to, you know, grow. So uh, today we're going to talk uh, for, it's going to be like a beginner podcast. Yeah. So if you have no idea about YouTube or YouTube Shorts or any of that, I think you're going to find it's pretty valuable and we're going to uh, have it a, a little bit more slow paced. We're going to explain a little bit more things and details. So, and we're going to share the story of how Ron got started, how he got 45 million views in 50 days. So the first thing is that when you got started with YouTube, I think that was in beginning of, uh, yeah, yeah, May, 2020, something like that from March. It's YouTube. Yeah. Uh, 20, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> 2022. Yeah. You got started and. You guys started with actually with long-form contents. Yeah, I was uh, like a little background. I, I have like an e-commerce company. I was quite done with e-commerce a little. So I wanted to explore uh, and do something else. Came across YouTube automation and it looked like a really nice business model because you're basically making videos that can earn you money for a lifetime. If YouTube will stay there a lifetime, but you basically have a one-time investment and it will stay online like a, like a digital asset, like an online asset. That's how I saw it. So, so it was really interesting to me. Started off with, with a new channel um, and I was like, okay, I need to do a high CPM niche and something that I'm a little bit passionate about, which was making money because I already had another company. So I, and before the, I started my e-commerce company when I already tested different methods to make money online and blah, blah, blah. Probably a lot of people listening to this have, uh, have searched for like how to make money online and, or maybe not, or maybe not. Uh, so I decided to go for that niche because I think a lot of people want to make money and the CPM is good. So I was like, Hey, let's build a team in the money making niche and just cover, like make videos covering how to make money online and how to, yeah, make, make your income online basically. Yeah. So I started off with that channel. I think I posted about maybe 30 one warm videos. That's a lot. Um, some that okay some that like a couple of thousands of views but i was feeling like it's very hard to 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 make these videos while doing them faceless you know yeah. because you're showing like like nice stock footage with some images and maybe some screen recordings but i think for making money online you want maybe person you could see his face so it's more trustworthy yeah uh, and there were a lot of channels out there doing that already so i thought it was like very hard to compete with those channels yeah so after like 30 videos, uh, I even, I, by the way, I translated these videos also to Spanish, try maybe the Spanish market. That did pretty well, but still the niche, like it didn't feel like, I, I, it didn't excite me so much because yeah. the methods I was telling about in the videos were like, I don't even know anymore. Like go to this website, to promote this website. And I was like, if I watch these videos myself, I would never follow these methods. Yeah. So it was like not really close to me. The value of the video itself was really low. Exactly, exactly. And you know, maybe the methods will work for some people, but I just still didn't feel like comfortable with me. I think I, I mentioned this to you before. Like, if someone was asking to me on a birthday party, "Hey, what do you do? Oh, I do YouTube. Oh, show me your channel." I wasn't really comfortable showing the channel because, like, the method shown wasn't really like, literally like. I think it's a very important point that you mentioned there. Yeah showing like if someone asks you at a party what do you do yeah we want to feel proud exactly do yeah yeah 
I've been getting a lot into that. Yeah, I, I agree. So that's also why I made made the switch and YouTube Shorts were, was becoming bigger and bigger as well. And so I saw like an opportunity and I went for YouTube Shorts. Uh, I actually used almost the same theme. Way, 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 way. You're brushing on this way too quickly. <laughs> Hold up. You started with you started with YouTube automation, okay? Uh, you started in a make money online niche with long form videos. You made 30 videos, didn't like them, it didn't work. Okay. Then you were like, you know what? I'm done with these long form videos. And how did that switch happen? So like why shorts? Like did you see an opportunity there? Or what was it? Yeah, I just knew like YouTube, sh uh, YouTube was pushing shorts a lot because they were like behind TikTok with the short form content. Okay. So I was like, let's just start a new channel, shorts only, uh, see what it does, uh, see like what's the difference between long form. And then because I already had the team in place, like I already had a voiceover, script writer, and a video editor, it's like pretty easy to say to them, hey, we're now just going to try to make some shorts. And since the videos are like 20, 30, 40 seconds, mm -hmm. pretty easy to, 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 to publish them, to make them. Right. So just, yeah, I just, I, I, I was basically just experimenting. Right. So yeah, that's why I just made a change. And I just want, I was very curious, like what, what are YouTube shorts? And I was, I saw shorts getting like millions of views and I was like, these videos don't even look that special. So I was like, why not try it out with, uh, with the team I already have. That's so interesting. And it worked. Yeah. So I saw an opportunity with shorts. You saw the shorts are getting millions of views. Yeah. Like even the ones that are, were not that great. Like maybe things have changed now a little bit, but then you were like, and so you already had a team in place. Yeah. Right. And then the switch didn't require that much energy or, or time when you're no it was actually easier for the team because the the, the scripts they needed to make were shorter right um uh, like maybe four to eight sentences i think for a short script um uh, voiceover can record faster because very short clips yeah the video editor doesn't need to, for the video editor it doesn't take days to create the full video yeah video editor could make like five a day easily so you're building like you, you're producing more and more videos they're shorter okay but you're your assets, your online assets are increasing more and more. And back then with the long form videos, I did like three, uh, two videos a week, I think, or three videos a week. Uh, but now I did like, I started off with five a day. So that's like way more, like 35 a week. Yeah. So interesting. I think that what you said there is something that is interesting for people who want to start is... Starting with shorts is easier yeah. and cheaper than it is with long form videos because just like Ron mentioned, the script itself is shorter and voiceover. Just that overall, the amount of work required to make a short form video is less yeah. and longer than long form video. Yeah. So if you are low on budget or if you just want to give it a try and not commit a lot to long form videos, then shorts is definitely the way to try it out. Yeah, and, and it can also be a way to test maybe a niche that you want to do long-form videos about. Maybe you can test it out with shorts first, see if it's getting views, see if YouTube is pushing it to a wider audience, then you know, okay, YouTube is pushing it for a reason, so maybe there's like uh, people that want to watch this content, and eventually you can all, always switch to long-form. Yeah. It's just a lower risk uh, with starting out with shorts, and I still like it's still the case that YouTube is pushing shorts a lot because they basically want to uh, would want to win from Instagram Reels and TikTok, you know, and especially with the monetization program, I think they will. Yeah, I think so too.
because we talked about this, but I think it's important to touch here as well for the listening of the viewer that YouTube has been in the revenue share game for a long time. Yeah. Since I, I can't, I'm not going to lie because I don't know, but they've been sharing revenue with creators for a long time, you know, and they're the OGs of this whole game. Now, TikTok, sure. It's a, it's a young kid on the block. Yeah. And they're doing well in terms of views. Kit yeah. came in hot, took the took the world by storm and everything. But I'm not sure how demonetization works on TikTok. I think it's also kind of like a fun thing. I don't know. I felt feel. I don't know as well. But I think that it's they don't have the same monetization that they have on YouTube in terms of the revenue share. So I think what's going to happen, and we've talked about this previously, is that creators are you going to start seeing their friends switch to YouTube and posting their shorts there? Yeah. And then their friends are going to be like, yo, I started posting my things on YouTube and the amount of money I get is like way more than on TikTok. And like I'm getting same exposure and blah, 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 whatever. You should do it as well. And so I think that over time more and more creators are going to start switching from TikTok to YouTube Shorts. Yeah, but also like the long term for a creator, for example, if you have like 10 million views on, of 10 million followers or on TikTok, like what's the next step? Make more TikTok videos? You probably want to maybe create long form videos because you want to engage more with your audience. Or maybe you don't. Yeah, or maybe you don't, but it's like maybe you want to do that. I think like I see TikTok creators moving towards YouTube, trying to get their followers uh, from TikTok to YouTube as well, get them watch the long-form videos, but also like offer them certain products and everything. So, uh, well, like if you already start out with YouTube Shorts, your audience is on the same platform and converting your followers from TikTok to YouTube and have them also watch your long-form videos is a whole different ballgame. So it makes more sense to then double down on YouTube Shorts, get paid more, makes it, make it easier for your audience to check out long-form videos or yeah, maybe merchandise, I don't know. The thing with long form videos is the engagement of your audience is much deeper than with short form videos. You build a much stronger relationship with the viewer. For example, you right now listening or watching to this podcast, like I would bet you almost feel like you know us. Well, I mean, at least that's how I feel when I listen or watch to a podcast. Like, I feel like I know Bram stuff. Like really, because yeah. I've been following him for so many years now. I've I watched the ice. I watched the ice coffee. I don't watch his main videos, the, his long form videos on the main channel. I don't know. I just don't dig them. But the ice coffee hour, yeah, I watch pretty much every episode because I just like their take on it. I like how we, I like how they approach it, him and Jack as well. So I feel like I know Jack and Graham like personally, you know. And so I think that's what's really uh, really cool about it. However. If I would watch like a 15, 20 second short of Graham and Jack, I wouldn't even know who they are. No, it's also because like, if they're, if, if the shorts are for example, 15 seconds, you w watch four different videos in one minute. So imagine you're just scrolling 10 for 20 10 or 20 minutes. You're watching, you're probably seeing like maybe one of our creators. While if you would watch on YouTube, a podcast, you'll probably, for 10 or 20 minutes, you watch just one video. So their relationship is indeed more supposed to Yeah, yeah. And once you have that relationship, that's what's really important. That's when you, there's like, there's a name for that term 
uh, where I can't remember what it is, but when you feel like that person on the screen is your friend. I don't know either. There's a term for that. Like we, if, if you know, make sure to comment down below. But but it's so cool. And yeah, I think that's what's really, really powerful. This yeah. this new era right now where we can, you know, build relationships online and, and establish like this deep connection with our favorite creators or whatever. I think it's really, really powerful. That. I think so as well. So uh, Shorts is a way to easily begin building a relationship. Yeah. Shorts is a great way to start accelerating your channel, getting views, attention, right? Because it's easier to start, it's shorter form content, it's cheaper to make it, uh, cheaper to, to produce this content, right? You can boost yourself, basically boost your channel. And then if you get proof of content, if you see, okay, people are actually subscribing, people are actually watching, people are interested in this, then you can start... Uh, yeah, then you can start doing long form videos and start testing it out. And, and the beautiful thing is that YouTube would probably also start recommending your videos yeah. to the people as well. They have created a bridge between uh, shorts and a long form video. And before you know it, you're building a proper channel on YouTube. Yeah. A digital asset that you can, that you own. Well, yeah, no. yeah, kind of. But like you have way more opportunities from there. Like if your long form videos also start to get views, then you can do maybe a digital product or merchandise or I don't know, you can basically do everything with your audience you want in a proper way, of course. And on TikTok, that will be much more difficult. The name of the game in 2023 and in the 21st century is attention. Centrum is the new goal. The person who knows how to capture attention online is always going to have bread on his table. Yeah, and capturing attention right now through shorts, like it went pretty well for me. And that's also like, it's an opportunity for people to, to, to play the attention game and to leverage the attention you're getting with your channel to maybe monetize it in different ways. Of course, it's also possible. Yeah. But I think... Yeah, it's again, like we talked about a lot of time, attention, you have a lot of leverage because you have people watching your, your videos and you can basically send your audience to warm from videos or to a product or anything else, or to entertain also, of course. Anything, yeah, anything, really. And I think it's a very, very good business model to dive into, the attention business model basically, and YouTube Shorts is just, it's still pretty, like if you do know what you're doing, it's pretty easy, you know? Yeah. Uh, I would argue that it's not easy because it takes like it takes a lot of time to learn and I still haven't mastered it myself. Like I'm still far from mastery. I've been in the YouTube game for three years and yeah, YouTube itself is hard. I mean shorts, just shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah shorts are easier to figure out. But one thing that is important to to note here is getting attention by being very polarizing in one or the other way is, could be very tricky. It can yeah. be dangerous, but that's what I noticed works. For example, Andrew Tate, he is very polarizing. Yep. Either someone really agrees with what he's saying or someone really strongly disagrees. There's usually nowhere in between where people fall in that. Same with politics. Uh, yeah, because the statements he makes are very like, Blazer, yeah, it's very bold and they're very like, this is exactly like how it is. This is the truth, you know? And so that's, and that's what works. It divides people into left and right. And then the, the, the people that are supporters, they're like diehard, like fans, right? And the people who are not, they're like 
die hard like haters, you no, know what no, I mean? No. But obviously you won't be able to cater to everyone. Uh, but if you're going to go with that that route, you should be careful with uh with with the statements you make and everything. But that's true. You need to watch out. But then if your goal is to get views, to get millions of views, it definitely works because it will get it will generate a lot of comments probably. Oh, I agree with this or I, I disagree with this. And people will start co- like uh, talking to each other why they agree or disagree. Engagement is good for the video, for a short as well. So it can work, but indeed, like, I think before you, if you're starting out, like, okay, what, like, it comes down to the question again. Like when someone asks you, hey, what do you do on YouTube? What's your channel? Yeah. And you want to stay, you want to make something that's that you're proud of. Yeah. I think it's important to, uh, to keep uh, in mind when you're, covering trash guy off topic like. and i also noticed that whenever someone whenever someone asks you what do you do i do youtube oh what kind of videos do you make you need to be able to answer that in less than two seconds yeah what kind of videos do you make oh i make entertainment videos or i make many videos about how to make money online if if you go longer than two seconds explaining what your channel is about there's a fair chance that you don't understand what your videos yeah. are about. And if you don't understand what your video is about, then how the hell anyone else would understand yeah. what your videos are about? Yeah, I agree. The, the more wiser and smarter and clear-headed someone gets, the clearer his understanding of what he, do, he does yeah. makes, you know? That is very important, especially because uh, when you're starting a channel, in the beginning you have no data of your audience, uh, but when you start posting, that's also the reason why I started posting a lot in the beginning, just to, to get data from YouTube and see, hey, when is my audience online? Um, how do they react to short videos? How does a custom uh, voiceover and custom short, how is, does it perform compared to a more simple general short, you know? And you're collecting data and basically that you're getting to understand your audience. Okay, my audience like this and, and this more, and that's very important now yeah, to, to how much money were you spending for short? Well, I paid the voiceover one dollar per script. Uh, I think the video editor between two to three dollars, depending a little bit on the length. So around three to four dollars per, per per total short. And for the voiceover, I wait, 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 voiceover and video editing. Yeah. How did you make the scripts? I used Jasper.ai. Jasper's out. Yeah, it's basically. ChatGPT that we have now. Better paid version. <laughs> yeah, better paid version. Um, what I did within the AI tool, I inserted, for example, a news article that just was published. Inserted the title of the news article, some highlights of the news article, and I just asked the tool, hey, can you write a short engaging story about this news article? Include this and this and this. Maximum of four, five, or eight sentences, for example. And then it's just writing the script. I made some adjustments or the voiceover guy made some adjustments and basically that's how we all the script. So someone listening right now, they can actually use ChatGPT yeah. to do the same. Yeah. So they, so for that, they need to find a news article or a title. Yeah, input your own data because ChatGPT has data till 2021. Um, and you, of course, with a new short seller, you want to jump on the trends and the trends are like news articles or things happening in the world. And of course, ChatGPT doesn't have that data yet. So you need to exactly tell the, the tool, write, a short script about this and then paste in some elements of, of a new short. Okay, so give us an example. How would that how would that work? Yeah, that's basically, that's basically it already. You say, that, like ChatGPT is way easier now, so let's just keep to that. In ChatGPT, you can say, create a short uh, YouTube video script, maximum of six sentences, for example, which should be like 40, 40 seconds maybe. 
uh, please um, write a script about this topic. They are doing like title, uh, title of the article. Yeah. Uh, uh, use the information below so you can insert like a, a paragraph of the article because a lot of times within the article, you can already, like one news article, you can probably already make like three or four shorts because the article's quite lengthy. Yeah. Shorts are short. Yeah. Um, so you insert a, something like, like the first paragraph of the article, for example, and you can say to ChatGPT, please include uh, the below information and then you just hit enter and based on it, it will create a short bit. Okay. So it creates like a script. Yeah. Okay. Then you send that script to voiceover, the artist, and he narrates it. Yeah. What I do is I, in one document, I combine like 15 scripts yeah. together. Yeah. So I have a voiceover from the USA. He just does a recording. They, he re records all 50 scripts at once. Yeah. Otherwise for him, it's also like a bit of it unnecessary to, re to report like 30 seconds. Each. Ah, so you like batch them. Yeah, that way also you can have a lower price. Like if you would say someone, like if you would see it as a fully separate recording, then you will probably pay more than $1 because it's very hard to find someone on Upwork. Hey, I, I'm looking for a voiceover guy for $1. Yeah. So you probably then can say, hey, I'm looking for a voiceover guy that needs to read two papers or I don't know, a couple of sentences, like maybe 100 sentences for uh, for 50 to $20 and that you can find one. And if you break it down, one to two dollars per voiceover. This is interesting, by the way, for people, because I saw some questions in our Discord community. People were like, oh, how do I find a cheap voiceover guy? And one of the one of the smart ways to go about this is to do it in batches. So, yeah. Because then you can have more work, right? Yeah. So it's not like- It looks more. Yeah, it looks more, but then you can offer like a fair price for it as well. Same with short. You can also uh, base someone per five shorts, for example, instead of like, if you're a video editor and someone is saying to you, yeah, can you make a video for me? I'll pay you $2. You know, like it doesn't sound good. Yeah. But if you say, say like, yeah, just make five short videos, don't make much time, don't take much time to make, pay $15, for example. Then it comes down to $3 each video, but the video editor probably looks at the $15. Yeah. Yeah. Psychology, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that worked. And uh, yeah, so you have the voiceover. Yeah. You have the script and then you send that or not you send that, but in the system, in the workflow, that goes to the video. Yeah, so, and he also uploads it. And he also uploads it. Okay, so, and then he has stock footage, right? Yeah, he, he uses like footage of the actual, like some shorts have a specific topic and there's footage available for it. Then you of course used clips of the actual footage. But for example, news article, there is probably no footage. So then you have the custom voiceover talking and you find relevant footage. So what are so what are some of the elements of the short? Because I know you have like a logo watermark. Yeah, subtitles we use. We use subtitles. Transitions, like nice transition between uh, cut, cuts, and yeah, cuts and yeah. That's one. The pacing is very important. Yeah. Um, but also the way you make the script, like don't tell the most important things in the beginning, for example. And so that's why why I also said like ChatGPT is awesome to generate the script, but maybe you need to to change a couple of sentences to not give away everything. Um, that works. Yeah. What else? Let me think. Um, mostly like we also use some, some template effects or some arrows or like those kind of things, you know, if you want to emphasize something in, in an hour, do you have any kind of call to action? Yeah. In the ending, we have a call to action to subscribe. Um, on the other channel, I also have a call to action, but then, then the short video is like based on a long form video that then we have like a call to action in the end, like, are you cur curious what the, uh, the ending of the video will be or what the result of this? 
video will be, I don't know, check out our channel. And then we have an arrow that will uh, point towards the channel name. Interesting. I wonder how that performs. Yeah, it's hard to track and see if there's any drop of retention once that happens. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's supposed to be really short, like one second in the end. Yeah. Uh, one second is too long for you, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the thing. But Skulltrix can also just be... Uh, yeah, we, oh, by the way, we, uh, the voiceover, he did, a, he did record a call to action. So we can paste that call to action in every short. And the call to action was, um, please subscribe if you love light. Make sure to subscribe if you want to stay updated on, ah, then insert your niche. So we pasted that call to action in every short. And we had like a, a template where you see somebody click the subscribe button. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So. He uploads the shorts, and then you said you were doing about five a day. Yeah, to kick to kickstart the channel. At the moment, we're doing a little bit less. Right. Um, since we are also experimenting with uh, with what works the best, and YouTube is also changing the algorithm. And you're also starting a new channel. Yeah, new channel. We're doing the same strategy because I'm a big believer in when you're a brand new channel, YouTube has no idea who the fuck you are. You know, so you need to. Show YouTube, this is our niche, this is what we're uploading, and give us data. And if we upload a lot, we can also see which videos perform and which was done. To hmm. Now they're horrible for the audio. Yeah. That <laughs> was perfect. Um, okay, interesting. Yeah, let's, I'm really curious how the case study is going to go. So if you're listening, um, Ron is starting a brand new YouTube Shorts channel where he is going to reach the YouTube partner program requirements with use of shorts, which means 10 million, 10 million eligible views in 90 days. Correct. Yeah. With a brand new channel. Club footy. Is it with club footy? <laughs> it has the channel name. It's a football, um, football channel. So yeah, let's see how that goes. Yeah. I'm also curious, but I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, I faded it. No, I have faith in it as well. But if you want to stay up to date with that and you want to see how that goes, make sure to follow Club Footy. Make sure. <laughs> yeah, one more. Yeah, we need a thousand. So <laughs> make sure, make sure to uh, subscribe to uh, this channel wherever you're listening or watching this. Uh, make sure to join our Discord community. Yeah, it's a free uh, community on Discord. Uh, it's called the YouTube Business Academy, where we have a community of people who do faceless YouTube channels. What that means is that people um, start a channel without showing their face. So everything that we've been talking about. And it also um, can be either very automated or not, but everybody moves yeah. towards having very automated channels where they don't actually do any of the work themselves. They just have a team, they make the content, and it gets posted, and your revenue exceeds your expenses. Exactly. Which is a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a profitable business then <laughs> anyway thank you so much for watching the same subscribing and we'll see you in the next one yes see you next one bye